<laughs> Welcome back to the Animation Revaluation Podcast, everyone. I am Lizer, and with me, as always, are Jay and James. What's up, boys? What's going on? Hi, y'all. Y'all, he's Southern now. Y'all. Put a little bit of a put a little bit of a Southern drawl on it. Let me hear it. Y'all. <laughs> I, I don't know what draw. I, I, I don't know what you meant by draw. So I, I went deeper. <laughs> he just put his voice deeper. <laughs> Y'all, I, I think I, I think about rush hour when he's like when he's trying to like when Jackie was just trying to say like y'all like y'all. <laughs> oh man, uh, how you boys doing this week? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Now it's a Friday. We um, do love those. We love yeah, Fridays we here. Do. I, I love Fridays. Yeah, TGIF. Yeah, I've had quite a week actually. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, I think I just found out my dad has Parkinson's, so I'm oh. like, oh, oh, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> and he just casually just mentioned it, <laughs> like I didn't notice uh, until like Jess mentioned it to me because he was like, like kind of like I think he was just handing or something, and then he was like shaking, 
and he she just oh. knew right away and i didn't know and then, and then like it wasn't until like he said it i was like what and he just casually said i'm like what do you mean <laughs> and then like uh, just like a lot of things going on with her and then like her dog like has like uh well she had like her dog had like a like a bacterial infection like on her uterus like so bad that like they had to remove to remove the uterus thanks and, and then like they, you know like how some dogs have like that little like outwards like belly button yeah so like she had one of those but like the way that the the doctor phrased it they called it a tumor and i'm like a tumor i was like that sounds bad i was like just remove it but i guess uh after removing it and like paying like like two two thousand dollars later like we find out it's just fatty tissue um and now it's just the only thing wrong with her now is just she has like a little heart murmur so uh so it's just not just to kind of check that out so she probably is just gonna need medication but it's not like a solve all be all it's just kind of like extending it is but it's just kind of uh what it is right now uh, but apart from that i mean it's a lot of things like that going on a lot of health health stuff and just trying to try to be better try to be better like just in all aspects but pretty good so far though it's just very it's a lot being thrown a lot of all of this information all this week all it's happening so it's just pretty crazy oh but yeah that's on that level <laughs> week oh i know i know I, I, that's just like that was just like this week <laughs> you, you said parkinson's and i immediately got sad yeah like we were all we all were in a good mood <laughs> I know. I didn't mean to bring down the mood or anything. It's just, so you shouldn't have got into so much detail. <laughs> just like, yeah, I just found I out some stuff. Yeah. It's not not I, not too great. <laughs> it's like, I, uh, uh. so every time yeah. you tell a story, James, it's either making me uncomfortable or making me sad. And I'm just like, why does he keep going? <laughs> we could talk I, about this later. <laughs> I just felt like unloading. I just didn't have a chance. This is so okay. no. It's, it's, a, it's a understandable. There's a reason. Why there's a reason why I was late. I was just seeing my dad. Uh, I haven't seen him in a little while, so I just wanted to pay him a visit. Understandable. Listen, we, me and you can talk about that later. Jay, uh, search his room for, like, handguns. Um, just in case, you know? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, as, as for me, I just had an ad playing in the background. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh as for me i i had a pretty pretty good week actually i, I was off from work uh, I, I made some new friends uh, i ordered some glasses today which, oh. which was cool yeah i've been i've been trying to set up uh so so jay we we live like pretty close to each other you, right. you know the local glasses place right yes yeah so they have a website and they're like they, they they text me it's like hey it's about time for you to make an appointment make it online on our website you click the website and it says book now and then you click it and it takes you to like just a directory of like what doctors are available in the area uh -huh. so i go back to the website again and i like scroll down more and it says like click here now to book appointment and then right under it it's like has not been established yet like we haven't done that part yet eh? <laughs> i was like what the fuck so it's like here call instead i tried calling for five days i never got in touch with them until the fifth day in which they answered the phone and i don't mean like they said hello they picked it up and just kind of held it there they didn't say anything i just heard like them working in the background 
and then hung up on me. Oh. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I found out what my prescription was, and I went to, uh, not sponsored by the way, but I went to Zenny Optical. Hey, and, I was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> and I, 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 <laughs> I put in my, my script, I got myself a pair of fucking aviators, they look badass as shit, and it cost me like 50 bucks, including shipping, and they're gonna send me um, a blue light laser pointer, because they're supposed to block out blue light, so that's like to test it. Yeah. Ooh. I just need, so, I don't need glasses, but I would like glasses to, that do that. Yeah, you can just, you can just buy them on there, like, you don't need a prescription or anything. Shit, fuck yeah. Yeah, and it's super, like, cheap. Like, it's good quality stuff, like, it's actual name brand stuff, but they just get it super cheap. Hmm. Alright, cool. Yeah, I have sunglasses, um, from them, they're pretty cool, too. Yeah. Dude, I remember back in the day, you used to be super into sunglasses. Me? Yeah. Oh, I, I sort of still am. I just don't have the money. So I think I think you used to work at a glasses place, right? Uh, I did work at a like first. Don't say the name. <laughs> just don't <laughs> say the name. <laughs> I, I won't say it, but it, it was pretty. It was it was for a factory of the of of one of a well-known popular brand. Yeah. Um, and I would get a huge discount um from them. So like even now, I still would want it. Like I would want that brand and prescription glasses and like I've I've been meaning to a while but like I've been wanting to have like six seven pairs of just glasses and sunglasses just for like different outfits and different days and whatnot. Yeah. Because I've noticed that like if I just have the one pair and they get like scratched up like it, it kind of bothers me more now. So like if I just interchange it, I don't think they would get as scratched. Yeah, because it's like such a major part of the outfit. Because yeah. you like you have to wear them. Because otherwise I'm fucking blind. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had I had contacts for a while, but uh... it's just a bit of a. I mean, I I don't I I don't mind putting contacts every now and then. It's just like it's just the fact of just always like they don't they they're not as consistent. As... I, I I didn't even have a problem putting them in or anything. It was just my specific prescription on contacts is super fucking expensive. Oh. And I was like, nah, I'm good. Um, on months worth of contacts for me was more than $300. Jesus. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's not what we're here for. We're here to talk about an anime. Yes, sir. So we all this week watched your boy Kong Ming. Now, I do not have a script set up and I didn't actually rewatch the episodes cuz I think I mentioned this before, but Jay and I watched I think 1 through 4. Yeah. Um like three weeks ago or something like that yeah maybe longer i don't know uh so all i really did was skim through and then watch episode five so forgive me if i don't have every detail here or i like i you know forget somebody's name or something but basically we have you guys know about this place called china never heard (laughs) they they make really good orange chicken but that's besides the fact so in ancient china uh if anyone's ever heard of um the three kingdoms story you've played fucking fire emblem three houses is kind of based on that there was this one would you say he's like a a no he was like a tactician right He's a tactician, yes. Yeah, so yeah. this one tactician, his name was Kong Ming, 
and he was the one you know he's a tactician so he's the one who planned like routes armies would take tactics and all that kind of stuff um and he was very successful with what he did so the episode actually starts on his death basically he's lying in bed surrounded by i guess caretakers would be the appropriate word um yeah it's not like really anything in particular to really call them because back then you know people that knew medicine it wasn't wizards like <laughs> yeah basically wizards they had like their shamans and like eh, it's interesting yeah but, so he, he's like surrounded by just like a bunch of those you know types of people and he basically just says to himself like i'm dying it's it's time for me to go we lost this battle um hopefully i will be reborn in a peaceful world because that was the whole plan for like the army that he was in was to basically unite everyone and bring peace to the world uh so he's like all old he's sick and he's dying and this is like his dying thought is i hope to be reborn in a peaceful world and then camera like pans to the stars and we see like a comet fly by and for the briefest of moments you get the badass intro song and then it it cucks you and cuts it off and <laughs> we're then shown let's see what where do i have it at ah yes we're then shown this this guy so we see kong ming opens his eyes and this is the first thing he sees is this dude that's like drunk passed out in an alley that looks like a fucking zombie i, yeah, I thought he looked like a zombie too yeah i would have shit myself <laughs> if like i just died and woke up and saw a zombie in front of me um so he he like he gets up from this alley he walks out and he sees like all over the area he's in are people in costumes in large crowds <clears throat> Uh, all dressed up in, in, in costumes, drinking, partying, music is playing. These two guys stop him. They're like, oh, that's Kong Ming, like, nice Kong Ming costume. So to us, the viewer, obviously, we're thinking, like, oh, it's Halloween. You know, everyone's dressed up. It's a theme thing. This guy's a, what, a mummy and a vampire? Yeah. And to Kong Ming, who is from ancient China, where there was no Halloween or anything like that, he's thinking, ah, I'm in hell. <laughs> it's I'm time like... for punishment. <laughs> I like I just accepted it too. Yeah, he was just yeah. like, yeah, okay, yeah, I figured as much, you know. Um, but the guys are like, they recognize that he's coming, but they think it's a costume. So they're like, oh, nice, nice Kongming costume. Here, take a swig of this, and they give him tequila, and it burns his throat, which you know, mood. Same here. That's exactly how I react. I spit fire whenever I drink tequila, too. <laughs> yeah, I thought about all the cocktails you guys were drinking the other day. Like the sake and the... the that was it, the coconut rum? Yeah. Um. So, I'm not exactly sure how. I think the, the two guys lead him there. But he ends up at this, like, dive bar. Where, you know, people are partying still. And there's a performance happening so he, he's kind of confused about everything 
But, you know, somebody gets on stage, and there is it. He, he At the time, before the person got on stage, he's actually covering his ears, because to him, the music is too loud, uh, he doesn't like it, you know, whatever it is, he's covering his ears. But this person gets on stage, right? And she's dressed as, like, an Oni. She has, like, the demon horns. And, like I said, he was covering his ears. I actually have the picture here. Boom. He was covering his ears, and then as soon as she starts singing, he has an epiphany. It just, like, the music reached into him, and he felt something that he didn't ever feel before. And he just, like, slowly uncovers, and he's just, like, mesmerized by her. So he starts calling her the songstress of hell. <laughs> and I, I'm thinking, like, maybe a siren or, like, a, like a singing succubus would be something you could, um, you know, relate that to. So she does her, her performance. She, you know, sings her song. Really great singing in the show, by the way. And they do both Japanese and English singing. It's the Japanese singer doing the English singing. So you can very much tell that it's a Japanese person still. But it still sounds really good, in my opinion, um, when they do sing English. But uh, he waits for her to do her set. She comes down. He approaches her about, like, oh, songstress of hell, I'll, I'll gladly, you know, be your slave or whatever you know whatever uh she kind of just like waves him off she thinks he's kind of weird he's probably drunk uh i don't think anything else like really happens that night but they lock up at the bar uh because you find out that she's actually working there uh as more than just a singer she's like uh i think she works the the counter right she makes his drinks and cleans the dishes she works the, she works the bar yeah yeah um yeah so they close up she says like goodbye to whoever was there and she starts walking and as she walks by an alley uh first off let me actually show what she really looks like uh where's that at boom this is actually her leaving the bar she's a little cutie i instantly fell in love with her character design like 100 percent. i just thought she was adorable plus being blonde is a plus shut up <laughs> <laughs> this is true but uh, she's walking by, and she looks down an alley, and who's there but Ang Ming, absolutely fucking lost in the sauce, passed out. Like, he has the blush on his face and everything. She tries to, like, wake him up, and he's just, like, mumbling gibberish, which is fantastic to me. So, we don't actually get to see what happens, but he wakes up in her room. And she basically, like, felt bad about leaving him out there in the cold and decided to like watch out for him uh but when he wakes up there's nobody around and we're actually where is it we're greeted to this site which 10 out of 10 anime by the way um really appreciated this scene honestly i don't think the show would have been the same without it wonder if that's a two-for-one shampoo and conditioner or it's just uh no bro it's eight in one you, you got you got shampoo conditioner body wash um hair detangler nose hair trimmer uh oil for your car windshield fluid makes you bald <laughs> makes you bald <laughs> i think i hear that's in today <laughs> all the hip kids are doing it i'm not gonna make a I'm not going to make a bold joke or else I'll get smacked by Will Smith. Mm. 
Yeah, but they they give her this shower scene and I like to cut cheese. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so she's like humming in the shower, or whatever, and he can he can hear it. So she comes back out, sees that he's awake, and he's he's basically given this like crash course introduction to current year. Um, he finds out, you know, about smartphones, uh, humidifiers analog clocks it's all that stuff all the while proclaiming that he is Kong Ming um she doesn't believe it she thinks he's just some fucking old dude that's like a little loose in the head um he even says like I have a wiki page here look at it and she she actually points out when he says that like you're claiming you're Kong Ming who is from ancient China yet you speak Japanese perfectly so whatever you know god or whatever it is that like reincarnated him to this world made it so that he could speak japanese fluently yeah um and i think at this point he ends up looking in the mirror and seeing that he's now young he's way younger way way younger here i actually have that picture yeah he he realizes that he's young because his last thought was when he was dying and he was an old man so now he's back in his prime so it's not even like he was reborn in this world and like lived a whole life again like he was just basically he kept all his memories, his body was rewound to his prime and just placed like a thousand years in the future or something like that. <laughs> like it was out of nowhere. Which I feel would be very jarring, but he handles it pretty well. Yeah. Dumb. I think when he's scrolling through his, the the wiki page, he actually sees that like his kingdom ended up falling. So like all their work was basically for nothing. And it, it gets him, it gets him in a pretty sour mood. I would say. He, was it his kingdom? As far as I understood, he had he actually wasn't even the tactician for his lord or something. Yeah, but I'm saying his kingdom, as in like the kingdom he represented. Oh, yeah. like he, he's not the king, but I'm saying the kingdom he was in. Like, yeah. like America's my country, but I'm not president. Yeah. <laughs> <Nice> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> um, so he he basically goes into like sad boy hours. And Aiko, who I don't think I mentioned that's her name, the girl, uh, like, picks up on this a little bit and decides to start playing a song. And I don't know the name of it, but it's a very mellow, slightly melancholic melody. Um, she plays it on an acoustic guitar and she's singing in English. I don't know why, but I just absolutely fucking love it. Like, I want this song released digitally, please. Hmm. I want it as my ringtone. And it, it seems to be like a, a song of maybe lost love. And Kang Ming is listening and, like, instantly thinks of, like, his king and, I guess, the other, like, generals or whatever they are. Yeah. That, uh, that all fell and, like, the kingdom that fell and all that. And he's just, like, instantly touched. So, long story short, he decides, hey, I couldn't unite the world in peace like I wanted to, so how about I unite the world as much as I can with peace through your music? I will work for you, and I will make you, you know, a popular songstress, popular musician. And that's basically the story of the show, to be honest. It's like, like I'm going to talk more, but... If I if I wanted to make this like a really short episode, 
I would say like that's it right there. Like he just does things from here on to make her the top musician, basically. Um, but they find out that they have one big problem, and that is that he has no money because he has no job. So how is he gonna afford a place to live? How is he gonna afford food? You know, all the necessities. So Aiko says, "Hey, I'm working at this bar that you were at. Let's go check that out." So that's when we meet the boss. The boss. Before I say anything, how do you guys feel about the boss? Love him. He's a big history boss. <laughs> yeah. So he looks like the first time we see the boss, he's just sitting down reviewing, like, I guess a resume that they made for Kong Ming. And he just looks like he'd be part of the Yakuza. Like, he's this hard ass, like, blonde hair, slicked back. He's in a suit. Like, he looks like he was going to fucking cut a bitch, basically. And he's like, oh, so you're claiming you're Kong Ming, huh? So, if you're Kong Ming, why did you do this? And he's, like, talking about this time that Kong Ming had to, like, sacrifice someone uh, for the greater good, basically. And asking why he did it. And Kong Ming, you know, gives him a reasoning. And the guy turns out to be a huge fan of history. Not just history, though, but specifically the Three Kingdoms. And he goes from, like badass yakuza style guy to just like <laughs> like history nerd yeah he's like oh my god yeah anytime you want to talk about it like please just just talk to me like, like i'm absolutely open for this anytime it's like talking to me about booba like 100 it's pretty crazy how like how some like because kong like kong mean a guy from three kingdoms and then he meets a guy who like specifically knows yeah like lot. everything about the three kingdoms <laughs> <laughs> um but keep in mind that he he doesn't actually believe that Kong Ming is Kong Ming. He just thinks that this is like maybe somebody cosplaying who is also really into it. But he's like, fuck it. I always wanted a worker who's into the Three Kingdoms. You're hired. You're going to be working the bar mixing drinks. So that's exactly what happens. He's working in the bar mixing drinks. Now they're like, all right, don't worry about, you know, messing up. We're going to take it slow, right? Here's how you do this. Here's how you do that. Oh, no. Some people are coming. Alright, so, you take it easy, I'll handle it, and then he's just fucking, like, mixing drinks like nothing. He's, like, juggling bottles and putting out stuff super quick. I think at one point, he puts out a drink, like, as soon as the person says what they wanted. I love like, that. I think so they asked for, like, a fuzzy navel or something, and by the time they finish saying navel, he just... Navel. Yeah, like, orange navel. Eat. <laughs> Right, he said orange, and right before he said navel, he just gave it to him. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" But I, I think, like, it's because I think when I when I saw that scene, like, I noticed that like, for like from when it started, like the party or whatever was going on the the club, it was already like already midway already. Yeah. So like, I figured just because like. I, I the only way he could have maybe even done that is just like he's just paying attention to like who's coming and he's just reading the room. So he he, he just says like this is easier than serving tea. So I don't know what serving tea was like back in like ancient China, but goddamn, <laughs> that's like next level shit, bro. He's he's doing better than like the alcohol robots that you see now, like the bartender robots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's juggling bottles in, in this picture he has fucking three hands because he's moving so fast he's creating after images <laughs> That's true. my guy's a naruto character bro <laughs> um but while doing this he's also being taught 
about like music so he's he's finding out like i think he says like hey this this music playing now is slower than the music that you were playing last night so he finds out about bpm and like the clubs will usually start out with a slower bpm and then like amp it up so that the crowd gets amped up as time goes on blah 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 break it down <laughs> bro guest star lucio in, in season two let's fucking go <laughs> i'm ready for it <laughs> give me the frog man please <laughs> um i guess in a way that this is also kind of slightly educational in a way because they do teach about music a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. So, Eiko goes up, she performs another song, he falls in love with her all over again, basically. And while she's performing, the boss comes out and tells him, like, it's such a shame that she's wasting her talents here. Um, she can do so much more. Like, I, I really believe that she can make it. And is it here that we find out about, like, how she ended up at the bar? Um... From what yeah. I remember, she like all I remember from that scene is just, she was just like she was just complaining that she only had a hundred followers, and I was like, "Bro, <laughs> I was like, a lot of followers." <laughs> Bro, I don't even have a hundred followers yet. What the fuck? Hey, everyone watching, how about you go uh, you go tell your best friends to go follow Lizerville, please? <laughs> don't don't actually. I don't know if I can handle having that many followers. Um, do well so far, but because I'm trying my best not to think about it. Um. Uh, at at some point, she tells the backstory of how she ended up at the bar. So she actually says that she doesn't go into too much detail. Um, I don't know if the show ever hits it, but in the manga, they definitely got to the part where she goes into more detail. But basically, she was on a school field trip. Uh, they were going to be taking the train, and um, right there it says I was in a bad place mentally. So I'm gonna let everyone watching or listening uh connect the dots i'm not gonna say what what she attempted for tos purposes but um yeah and the boss was actually there and like stopped her from doing it uh and brought her in to his bar and was like watch this one show like this one performance and if you still want to do this then that's on you um and I think it's a, actually an American performer. And it just instantly captivated her. It became like her favorite musician. And that's kind of what set her off on, on wanting to do music. Um, again, it goes more in depth at a later time as to like why she felt that way and all that. But you know, that's, that's a later time. That's, that's not within the five episodes. Um, but I really like that. That's, that's some character depth. You're, you're finding out like she doesn't want to do music just because it's the popular thing or she thinks it's going to make her money or something like that. Like she has a reason for it. It, it ignited something in her. So, yeah. So the, the boss actually gets them tickets to go see a show and at, at like another bar or nightclub or something. And they go and Aiko's super excited because a singer she really likes is there. And let me see if I have a picture. Yep. That singer is Mia, who can be seen here with her uh, manager, uh, Slim Shady. And Mia is on stage very, I guess, seductive, you could say. Like she has a lot of, you know, gyrations in her movement. She's wearing tight, slightly more revealing clothing. 
um i think at one point like one of the dancers ends the dance by like grabbing her titties or something like that so you you get the, the type of like musician she is um and Aiko's just fucking loving it she she says something along the lines of like i wish i could see her and kongling is just like all right let's go just no no care in the world say like, we'll do it so they just walk up i guess there's no fucking security in this place they just walk up knock on the door the manager opens like hey this is a fan of hers and can we can we see her and the guy's just like yo there's like a cosplayer guy here you want to you want to want to talk to him and they talk to mia and um aiko is just basically like hey i'm a small time musician myself i'm i'm working on stuff um i really like what you're doing i really love your music you know just just being a fan like introducing yourself and the girl's like oh show me you know whatever the equivalent of this show is for like twitter or instagram and she sees that she has like barely 100 followers or whatever it's like oh how about um you come do this show with me next week or whatever it is and Aiko's like super happy about this She's like oh my god it's my big break blah, blah blah uh but actually this is where we find out that Mia's a fucking bitch and is setting it up so that Aiko will basically have an empty dance floor while she performs which I think I have a picture yep here we go because they're going to be performing at the same time. So some no-name nobody performing at the same time as, like, you know, a becoming pop star. Who would you go to, you know? So she has this empty stage. She's, she's feeling a little depressed, but she's like, oh, maybe more people will come as time goes on. Uh, and there's, what, like, six people there? And they're mainly just like, yeah, this sucks. We're going to go. Before she even started singing, she's like, yeah, it's dead down here. Uh, and everyone's going up to Mia. So, Kong Ming has the brilliant idea, and this is something that happens pretty much every arc in the show, is that they have, you know, the, the art of war, or like the, what is it, 36 stratagems? Yeah, they said 36 stratagems, they even said like, he had like a million IQ. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's fucking insane. Basically, like, all these old tactics that the generals used to use back in like Kong Ming's day. He's adapting for, like, current day issues. So, like, for this specific issue, he's going up to Mia's floor, where she's performing, telling people, like, hey, come down here, we're giving away free drinks. He is giving them free drinks, but what he's done is, like, stationed identical booths and guards on, like, where the bathroom is and where the stairs are, and swapped the, um, the plaques that say, like, bathroom and stairs. So the people will walk around, see stairs, go in, it's a bathroom, walk around again. It's like, oh, this is the bathroom though, so where is the stairs? And they're just getting lost, basically. And he just keeps luring people down. And it gets to a point that he doesn't even have to do it anymore because Aiko's starting to perform. Everyone's falling in love with her. They're going crazy. It's like, fuck that, I'm not even going to look for the exit anymore. I'm just going to stay here. And basically, by the end of it, Mia has nobody left at her performance everyone is now at Aiko's and let me show you the full stage they do this really cool like 360 shot that I could that I wish I could show of just like the camera going around her as she's performing you see like the whole crowd just going off and I freaking love it why is there another ad playing it's like a 360 panoramic thing bro I have Spotify open and I'm not playing anything 
and every once in a while it's playing an ad. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't want to yeah. close it because I was listening to a song and I, <laughs> I don't want <laughs> after the podcast is done I'm gonna like go back to the song. <laughs> um. So yeah, she she basically gets the whole crowd on on her end, and that pisses me off to to no avail. And she like promises revenge, but uh, we don't have to worry about that right now because you don't see me again for the rest of the five episodes. Fuck that bitch. Anyway, <laughs> uh, this this goes very well for um for Aiko, and she starts getting a lot more followers. People listening to her stuff. People requesting her to do original songs, and it's kind of agreed. Like, hey, maybe, maybe you should. And she actually starts to get so many views and so much more popularity than she had before that she's actually able to, or well, I guess Kangming is able to apply for like this. Um, I don't even know if they gave it a specific name, but it's like a summer festival. Like, yeah, they got, they got a, a booth or a tent at this festival yeah for a specific time block yeah yeah i could like i have a picture of the tent it's like tucked away in a corner it's it, hidden by a tree yeah it's like the shitty one that they give to like all the newcomers basically um but you know she, she's mainly just excited that she even was able to get this opportunity you know she never thought that this would happen um so they're like okay we have to make this the best thing possible. Uh, but right, like right next to them is a relatively popular like boy band performing, and huh, an up and coming band. Yeah, um, they're like ready to do tours and everything. As a matter of fact, I think the day after that show, they were gonna do a tour or they were gonna kick off their tour. So. The main worry is that, like, people are going to be drawn to them instead of to Aiko. And as a matter of fact, the singer of the band, which I don't remember his name, apologies if they said it, um, he comes to introduce himself, basically. Uh, he sees, I think, Kong Ming, like, putting lights up on the tree? Yes. And he's like, you know, nice to meet you, We're, I'm from, you know, blah blah blah, right there. Uh, but before he can really say anything boss comes running out and it's like hey our equipment's not working so they start panicking he just kind of like slyly smiles and walks away and i remember jay you and i were like oh fuck this dude he like sabotaged them oh that's what i thought too yeah <laughs> not the case so they're they're going crazy trying to figure out like how to fix everything uh aiko's kind of panicking like giving herself a pep talk uh behind the tent or whatever you want to call it and you know this this boy band is is you know rocking out on stage everyone's going crazy for them or whatever um and this is actually where we find out that this was actually part of Kong plan he told the boss hey tell the dj or whatever to pretend like our equipment isn't working and then at the right time say it's working again and we'll really kick things off so he saw to to you know, long story short, he saw that the guy, the singer guy, had like an irritated throat. He knows that their most popular song is very harsh on the throat, and that since they're going to be doing a tour, he's not going to mess up his throat right now. He'll save the good song for when they do their own personal tour. So, he waits until they're about to end their set. They're about to announce something. 
boom, Aiko's stuff goes off. She starts singing, draws all the attention away, basically. At first, people were like, oh, that fucking bitch. Oh my god, I hate her. She's taking the attention away from my boy's BTS forever. Uh... And then they actually listen. <laughs> and then they actually listen to the song. And they're like, oh, you know what? This is actually pretty good. <laughs> and they all like slowly start to, you know, head that way. And the guys cool. just kind of give up. What? I mean, More that honey thing the... is pretty good. Uh... Wait, what happened, Jay? Um, basically, so the crowd had, like, demanded that they wanted to hear, like, their most like recent song yeah the one that would fuck up his voice yeah and they were like fuck and the band was like uh we can't do that um well we're gonna end it here yeah they don't even give a reason just like nah (laughs) no and that was like i guess like the biggest like turn off for the crowd the crowd was not having yeah so they all just like went to Ico instead so you know she does her performance and everything it goes off amazingly and the band basically like pulls up on Kong Ming and it's like the singer is in front of him and then like the two other dudes I don't know what they what they play or what they do are behind him I'm like is my, is my boy about to get jumped like what what the fuck's happening here uh and it really looks like that for a while and he just comes out like they're arguing about like you did this on purpose this was a setup blah 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 and he just basically offers them this like honey mixture thing. Yeah, it's uh, like he googled. <laughs> I kind of want to know what it is though, because it like it looked pretty good. It, it wasn't even like something he googled. It was like something like that a recipe, right? Yeah, it's something that they would make in his time uh, to oh, to soothe. Yeah, and he actually like put the recipe up on like I don't know, like fucking Pinterest or whatever oh. it is. Oh, yeah, and that, he uploaded yeah, it. He uploaded it. And he was like, oh my god, you're getting a lot of hits. <laughs> um, so the, the singer actually doesn't want to take it. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't trust Kong Ming. But I think, like, the drummer, I want to say he is, is like, fuck it up. Yeah, definitely do. Yeah, so the, had, the first it guy... Had like a shitty appetite. Like, a, like, it had, like, a shitty, like, beginning taste, right? And then, like... A well, they, they all took it differently. So the first guy, he, he slurps it down, and just, like, it looks like he immediately fucking dies. And he's like, oh, oh, that's not that bad, actually. It's like a weird aftertaste, but whatever. Second one takes it and has kind of like the opposite effect. He's like, he likes it. at f- he, he doesn't like it at first, but then it's good. And the other one likes it at first and then it's bad. And they're like, dude, just, you know, just try it, whatever. So the singer finally caves in and takes a swig. And is instantly like, O-facing. And it's like, oh my god, I can feel it coating my throat. Oh, it's the best thing ever. And I was like, phrasing, please. There are children around. Do you guys Don't. notice he drank it before he gave it to them? Because he didn't want to think like it was poison or anything. Like, yeah. Like a more sabotage. He yeah. kind of just did that. that, that, that he liked to prove it. Yeah, he poured it in like yeah. a, a plate and, and drank from the plate. Yeah. Um, So he basically like helps them. And they're very appreciative of but they're still like... You know, tr- trying trying to be like little badasses about it you know keeping their image and he actually brings up like i actually listened to some of your stuff and then i have a t-shirt here i was hoping you could sign for me it's like i i really like the older stuff you did where you guys were more wild it seems like you care too much about the image now and not enough about the music you're producing so he, he kind of makes them like change their outlook on their own music 
So he like benefited them as well. They really took that to heart, but they still tried to play the like we're little badasses thing and like ran away. I like this <laughs> quote that he said though. He's like, it, it, it doesn't matter about the stage. It's just like just being there and singing or something. Yeah. What I got. Yeah. Um, so basically everything works out in the end. Uh, episode kind of ends there. And then the next episode opens with the introduction of Mr. Kondo. And there's not too much to say about this episode. It's just this guy, Mr. Kondo. Uh, as it says right there in the picture, he's the most influential person in the music festival world. And he's basically sitting there silently as his assistant talks for him. And says, basically, Eiko did very well. We're very impressed, especially since that was, like, basically the sabotage booth that, like, no one ever survives. Uh, we're going to give her two options. Option one is a festival of the same size happening later this year. She's invited to come sing there. Option two is a much bigger festival with, like... I think they said 300,000 people will be in attendance, and it's, like, only the top of the top perform there. Mm -hmm. So, choose which one you want. So, Aiko's like, oh my god, well, you know, if, if you'll have me, obviously I'll take the bigger one. And they're like, wait, hold on. In order to do this, you need to get 100,000 likes on a video, or on, like, some kind of post online. And that will qualify you to actually take part. So, she's hesitant. She's like, the most I've ever gotten is, like, just over 1,000. How am I going to get 100,000? And Kong Ming is just like, we can do it. Don't worry about it. So, we do it huh? I think we should do it too. <laughs> think what? We should get 100,000 links? Yeah, like do that. Because it was like a challenge. Yeah. And I was like, we should, we should do that. I think that'd be cool. Do yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, I'll edit it for you. You you, you make something that'll get 100,000 links. Go ahead, man. I, I believe in you. We could do it. Uh, no, we, 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 there's a lot of we happening here. I don't want nothing to do with this. Speaking of French. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's we <laughs> um but he he basically reassures her like hey i i believe in you it, it, it's possible don't worry about it so she takes it she takes the deal and basically the rest of the episode is just her panicking about it wondering how they're gonna deal with that uh, Kongming takes her around to like nightclubs and stuff. He abandons her at one point. She gets mad. Um, and he's just basically like, the way I took it is he's trying to like inspire her. I don't know if you guys took it the same way. Oh, yeah. the Mr. That one guy? Yeah. What? <laughs> that one guy, Kongming, the, <laughs> the main character? No. Oh, no. Like, uh, uh, the guy, uh, I, I I didn't catch his name, but the the guy you have in the picture. Uh, no, I'm, I'm I've already moved past him. Oh my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying Kong Ming took her out, like showed her different places and stuff, listened to different music with her, took her out eating. Like I I, I feel like he was trying to like inspire her, like get those creative juices flowing, basically. Um, yeah. a little, I a little bit. I I didn't remember that. It, I feel like after that part, I feel like he kind of like. I, I got kind of like the opposite read kind of like he kind of like pushed away a little bit just kind of like concentrated on just because it seemed like a big a big enough like task like it was like a hard i mean he said it was a difficult thing to do it's not an easy thing to get like a 
whatever it was like a hundred hundred thousand likes so yeah he like he, he just went straight to work so i mean like i would have made it seem like he he had totally confidence in her yeah uh, and that's how that's how she took it too and then he explained later like everything yeah. he was trying to show her and um basically what they've decided is that they're going to work on an original song for her and i gotta say guys i was super excited for this because when jay and i watched the first four episodes like all those weeks ago we stopped we were like this shit is good we're gonna continue it at another time because i don't want to rush through it all right now and then have no more to watch Correct. so i was like okay totally agree with i will hold off i did not hold off i started reading the manga <laughs> and in the manga there's no uh words that she's singing it just says that she's singing it'll just show her singing like there's no speech bubbles or anything for her so i had no idea what this song was about or anything so actually getting to see it done in the anime and see like what kind of song she's singing really really good because light spoilers there's a point where her mother hears the song and just kind of breaks down and I'm reading that and I'm like what fucking kind of song is this <laughs> I need to know <laughs> so getting to hear like snippets of it as like a demo so far in this episode I'm hyped for what's gonna be the end result because they, they she performs it like at least from what I've read so far in the manga, she performs it like four times, and each mm. time it's evolved into a slightly different song. Mm. Yeah. So I'm super hyped for that. Uh, but then we get to episode five. Episode five, I feel like, again, not much to say about this episode. This is the one that we're introduced to uh, Kabe Taijin, or just Kabe for short. And he's this gloomy-looking dude... Uh, long black hair, sickly looking, skinny, walks around with a hoodie. He's actually a rapper. Uh, he just like walks around town like making rhymes and stuff. Uh, so we see him walking around. He's just like, you know, whatever he's looking at, he's making a rap about it. And basically, yeah. He, I mean, yeah, he is he is a, a battle rapper. That is his backstory. We find out that you know, he would he would do basically the whole Eminem Eight Mile storyline. Uh, but then one day he just like collapsed on stage and he's just been paranoid since then that it's gonna happen again and he feels like he's not worthy and he actually has this one guy that he defeated in a battle that's like tracking him down it's like dude you gotta face me again and he's kind of like a like a thug looking guy kung fu Se sekitoba <laughs> kung fu yeah i like that he was like kung fu yeah, it's like, uh, he's wearing, like, a bandana, and he has, like, tattoos going up his neck and everything. He, he looks like a hard-ass type of guy. Um, and he's just basically, like, trying to force him back into the game. And our boy doesn't want anything to do with it. And he runs away, gets home, he's, like, a package there from his mom that has, like, food in it. And he starts rapping about the food package. Like, he's writing down lyrics, uh realizes what he's doing gets mad crumbles up the paper throws it away but he misses so obviously he's not making it into the nba anytime soon oh. <laughs> damn yeah right damn <laughs> <laughs> um and then the 
the guy Sekitoba Kung Fu is like texting him like where'd you go you gotta battle me blah 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 he's just like I don't want to deal with this uh decides to go to the laundromat clean some clothes you know do do his thing and uh you guys have any guesses on who's at the laundromat Kang Ming you got it wow Kang Ming is there in a fucking tracksuit as as he like washes his like ancient Chinese like <laughs> gown that he wears, and just like basically gives this guy, you know, ancient Chinese wisdom basically. Um, tells him, you know, to come check out the uh, the bar. They're gonna be having like a rap thing there. Blah blah blah. And the guy's like, I don't want nothing to do with that. But you know, he still ends up going, and that's kind of where. So it just ends like on a cliffhanger there. He shows up, he starts seeing things, and that's that's kind of it. I forgot to take his meds. Yeah. Spoiler. It's not a bad thing that he forgot to take him. No. <laughs> and that's it. That's that's our show. That's the five episodes. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty it went by pretty quickly. Yeah. All in all, man, I I really enjoy this show. I'll I'll, I'll be the first to, to to do my rating this time, and say like this show honestly for me. I want to say right off the bat like nine out of ten. Instantly, it's I I like the storyline, I like the characters. There's not a single character so far that like I don't want to see progress in the storyline. Even ones that I don't like, like Mia, I I still want to see more from her. Um, the songs are amazing. The fucking opening theme song, my god, I love it. I never skip it. I just really enjoy the show. And I think... Not the next arc after the rap one, but the one after that. Getting to see that, I would say that that's a 10 right there. That would make it a 10 out of 10. Uh, what about you guys? Who, who's next? Look at Soko. Um, I guess I'll start with the rating, and then I guess after that, uh, if I had to rate it, I'll rate it like like a B plus, like eight. Oh, wait, I guess not a B plus, not a B plus. It's just a solid straight B. <laughs> um, in general, I I love the music like a lot. Yeah. Like, I, I want to say like the music, um, and like the way that they explain the music and everything, care and the like the story and like the characters. Um, that would brought it like so much like not so much i think it's certain like when like the music was going on that's why they put the budget <laughs> in the animation <laughs> i don't know if you, if you yeah, no, it. it definitely takes a, a uptick yeah <laughs> in like certain slow aspects you could tell where like the budget went um and like i did notice that i was like oh i mean like like i understand like they're saving money where they can for sure yeah but like i did um like r- right when like you would see the moments when she was singing or like the, like the lead up to it uh, or like when they were like doing the lights and everything um like i i learned a lot um from uh, like when they were ex- explaining all the music and then like um you 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 touched up on a little bit um but i wanted to touch a little bit more uh about um when that one that one that one uh i forgot her name the one chick um that one that like hated Aiko. Mia? Yeah, Mia. Um uh she, 
when Kong Ming was watching her, he, he kind of just realized the way that she would sing or when she would start singing. It's the tempo of the room when she was started singing. It, it wasn't really like, uh, I don't know if you guys remember. It's just kind of like he was just kind of like pointing out that like the when he, he when she started singing, it didn't match the tempo of the room, I guess. Yeah, or of the previous song. Yeah, so like um, it was kind of a little bit off compared to like I guess when Echo does it, and then like she took control of the room after that, and that's where she, um, that's why she's popular because she's able to she knows how to control a room even though like she may not be able to like read a room very well. Well, they actually said that um the reason that she she said it the reason that it started off slow was because the owner of the bar requested it that way, and then said that she could change it later. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's not like actually something she wanted to do. Uh. Okay. That makes sense. Never mind. <laughs> 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 I, uh, I just noticed that. I was just like, I I really loved uh, Kong Ming in general. Yeah. Uh, he's a really funny he, character. He's a very fun character. Like the like it was I. It's just that that kind of concept of bringing like somebody. From like the past and bringing the present time, it's it. There's there's a lot of material to use and that kind of thing. Oh, for sure. And like it made it like a lot of it is so funny. It's like, oh my god, is this a smartphone? <laughs> <laughs> I think about that once. How, how are there so many high quality pictures <laughs> on such a small book? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like the little comedy kind of like we were saying, like, oh yeah, this must be hell. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I guess like somebody in the past, like a lot of these kind of things would like would 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 look like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but overall, like I I did enjoy it. Like I I did enjoy it a lot. I I will say I'm I'm a little. I'm I'm a little upset. I guess you could say, that they didn't include in in the manga at the end of every chapter. Or every volume, I guess, was a mini short story about Kang Ming searching for an apartment. And he has this very specific thing in mind. And he goes to like a you know a realtor or whatever that will walk around the city with him and show him the different apartments and basically terrorizes her with all his demands. And I it's mm. super funny and I wish they would have included it. I was wondering where he's staying. <laughs> like where he's like where does he spend his day? He, he actually stays at the bar. He lives with boss and they just talk about three kingdoms all day. According to the manga. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, does he have a bed? Does he have a <laughs> Or does he just, like, talk the entire time? I'm like, do they sleep? <laughs> Alright, Jay. Alrighty. So, right off the bat, I can give Ishiboy Kong a 9 out of 10. Yeah! <laughs> God... The intro is so good. <laughs> the okay, squad dude. listening to Chitty Chitty Bang Bang yeah, for the thousand time. Literally. <laughs> and, um, songs, yeah. I mean, dance. I found um, all the characters, even the ones that you really meant to hate, to be very likable. Yeah. Still. Um, the, the music itself is great, whether it's um, it goes singing or you know just even Mia singing just I didn't I didn't think it would have this many like fucking slaps yeah even the boy band was like good to listen to yeah I was like wow I'm, I'm yeah, actually it's, it's very uncommon 
I'm actually worried that the rap is gonna be kind of shitty. <laughs> and then I've been the spoiled by I've been spoiled by like good rap. So yeah, <laughs> and then um, I, I didn't mention this, but James, I think not not this rap arc, but the arc that takes place after that. I think you would like the characters introduced there. I don't know why, but for some reason, I just think of you. Is it in the anime, or do they show it in the anime, or do they show it in the manga, or do you don't know? Well, I'd imagine it's it's in the first season of the anime because they're in the intro. So. Okay, I'll check it out. I I I uh I stopped like I I I didn't get the just because everything going on. I got to like halfway at five, so like where I stopped is right when like he is at the laundromat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly where I stopped, and I didn't get to catch up. But uh, it it seems like it uh it like from what you're saying saying that it does pick up. So I definitely want to see and uh, check it out from there. Yeah, I think you just like those characters from that arc. Uh, but what else were you going to say, Jack? Uh, I really liked um, just the, the, the flow and the feel of the anime itself. It was very fluid. Yeah. Very um, engaging. There never really was a dull moment, to say the least. Because even with the uh, just it being historical, I really liked. Oh yeah, for sure. So it, it, this anime has a little bit for like everyone in here, and it, it's great. Yeah, I do appreciate I, it, and uh, I I would advocate to watch this ish. Yeah. So everyone liked it. Will everyone be planning to continue? Yeah, that was pretty I good. I will. Yeah. Maybe I think. I'm gonna do, like try out my Garage Band app that I have. <laughs> <laughs> I tried try to try to do some songs, but. I think if I'm not mistaken, they've already confirmed season two. Oh. If I'm not mistaken, I might have been reading something else and just gotten confused. Who knows? I'm kind of dumb like that. <laughs> if it comes out, it comes out. Yeah. I mean, I really hope so. This was pretty popular. And um, they're definitely not done with the, with the storyline of the manga yet. So there's still plenty more. I want to see the arc with the mom. That one fucking hits. Also... In, in the arc after the rap arc, we get to see fucking uh, anime Steve Aoki. Nice. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> and they, they reference him, like, throwing cakes at his crowd and stuff like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's actually just a main character. <laughs> or, no, no, a main character for that arc. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I'm excited to see it. I'm glad that you guys liked it. I was waiting so long to do this one. I wanted to do it my last time, but I just couldn't pass up the 69 being the sex anime. It was just funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh, funny number. Yeah, funny number. Haha. <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad you guys liked it. Um, Anything else anyone want to talk about or add about the show or anything else at all? Uh, I'm Gucci. James? No, I mean, it was, in overall, it was pretty good. Like, I didn't even know, like, you were going to do, like, this uh, music like recommendation like anime yeah. like because like i was i was already fiddling like with like how to like make a song like just like just because just <laughs> why not and then like you made me then you you show me the show that like it's all about music and explaining it and i'm like oh my gosh i needed this <laughs> catch catch jm after streams being like it was the story of a girl <laughs> i don't even know that song oh my god that hurts me <laughs> She cried a river and drowned the whole world. You don't know that song? I don't know that song. What the fuck? I know. Damn. You, you can show me. Oh. 
I'll let you suffer mm-hmm. without it. All right. So, what are we what are we watching next next week, boys? So, you know, I my whole great deal of uh, having animes and about monster girls in specific. We're going for the third one to be mentioned, and uh, we're gonna be watching a little something that I actually stumbled upon by accident. Ended up reading the manga. <laughs> And found out it got animated that same year, and I was like, wow. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And so we're going to be watching uh, Monster Girl Docty. I've actually never heard of this one. But of course, there's a I... fucking Lamia. I... <laughs> <laughs> I should know. I should know whenever I speak to you, you mentioned Monster Girls, there's going to be a fucking Lamia. <laughs> I saw a little bit, like, I didn't see a little bit, but I did, like, see, like, a, what was it called? What, was it, like, when they show, like, a premiere of an anime? Like, far like a preview. Yeah, it was a little preview. Like, I saw a little preview of it. Uh, Actually, but, this, like, I never caught up on it. this human character does look kind of familiar to me. That's a very generic picture. That's a very generic picture. No, like, just, seen... like, the, the actual, like, outfit. And, and, like, I feel like I've seen this exact... Like, just without the no. snake girl. Like, him in this you. stance and everything. Yeah, I've, sh- I've shown you a picture of him, like, maybe once or twice. The way you say that makes me wonder what kind of picture it was. Huh, it was completely normal. When you say normal, do you mean normal by our usual DM standard? Or, like, normal... No, I mean, like, normal to society standards. Alright, we do live in one of those. Yes, sir. So what is this called again? Monster Girl Doctor? Oh, Monster Girl Doctor, yes. Alright, so tune in for when we talk about Monster Girl Doctor next week. And um, I posted it earlier on Twitter, but in case you don't follow me there, uh, feel free to hit me up on Twitter and let me know if you have any recommendations, because I'm actually not sure what I want to do for my next turn. So, why not? Why not take some recommendations from chat? You know? Yeah, that would be cool. I, yeah. I wouldn't mind also doing a recommendation. I do. I do have a good one that uh, I have in mind. Is it Disney? It is not Disney. It's Thank actually, fucking god. Is it PBS? It's a little 360 from what we've been doing, but it's still animated. It's 360, so that means it comes in a full circle, and it's exactly what we've already been doing. Oh, you know what? Or an Xbox. One, one, one or an Xbox. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 180. <laughs> when you when you made the three sixty, like wait, that is a circle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, be prepared for for next week, guys. Uh, more monster it's girls coming true. in. Uh, what 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 kind of show is this? Like, dude, should, am I allowed to watch this in public? I don't remember. Fuck. All right, tune in next time, guys. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. See you next time. See you next time.